the upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. All right. Well, this is New Generation Declassified. And I'd say you're listening to a New Generation Declassified episode that's France banking new, but... It is, in a way, it's new to the New Generation Declassified platform, but it's actually an old episode of our Patreon shows on Eyes Up Here with the Queen of Extreme, Francine. I haven't recorded something on a voice memo in ages, so I'm taking my time not to speak really loud and yell into the phone. But as I do this from my vacation down in beautiful Orlando, Florida, I thought I'd bring this one out. This is a great episode and ties perfectly into the new generation realm that we're a part of. As uh, Francine attended a Monday Night Raw taping in 1993 as a fan. She actually was a contest winner of a music video channel in the Philadelphia area won tickets to Monday Night Raw, and was able to sit in the stands for an episode that had some pretty uh, iconic moments on them. And we talk about it as we watch Brett the Hitman Hart take on Bam Bam Bigelow, believe July 1993, a rematch from the King of the Ring tournament finals where the Hitman would ultimately win and become the King of the Ring, then getting attacked by Jerry Lawler. And then we see as Jerry Lawler on this episode of Raw interjects himself in the Hitman's match, and goes ahead and gets in the face of the Stu Hart and Helen Hart, Hart family, sitting in attendance at the Manhattan Center. So we sit and watch this match. It's a lot of fun. I think you'll enjoy it. We give a little uh, background on the show, and again, how Francine got the uh, the tickets, how she won, and uh, everything in between. The rest, they say, is history. So if you want to follow us on Eyes Up Here, you can go to patreon.com slash Francine Podcast. If you want to come back here next week, I've got a great brand new episode of New Generation Declassified that will be recorded as I get back from my vacation. So looking forward to that, looking forward to our guests, and looking forward to more New Generation Declassified here on the TMPT Empire. If you want to follow me, it's at Chad EMB. On Twitter, at IBExclusives. On Instagram, my website is IBExclusives.com. Please support me by going to belowthecollar.com slash IBExclusives and pick up the Chadster t-shirt as well as the IBExclusives logo t-shirt. Every dime goes back into the Chadster's pocket. It makes me inspired to continue making these podcasts. Just kidding. They're great shirts. Please support me. I would love for you to wear one. Uh, But anyway, let's get on over to this Patreon Extra slash New Generation Declassified special. Enjoy. Go watch the match. Let me know what you think. And as always, we will catch you on the flip side. Here he goes now. Hey, I'm around to just take my, this to, opportunity to come down here we're, we're, and talk for just what a is, second. What is this? Wait, I hear From him. the Hitman Hart. There he is. Hi, boy. How are you? Hey, look. Look, I'm up here with your parents. Jerry Waller. No. Hi there. You're Stu Hart, right? The Hitman distracted Jerry Lawler up there with the Hitman's parents. Anybody understand what he said? Could you mumble a little louder there? Uh, what? Where were you when, when he won the King of the Ring? <laughs> hey! Hey, that's all right, Brett. Go ahead. Don't worry about Pick it. I'm just going to talk to him. Here comes. You know what he's doing. Don't worry about it. He doesn't look too much like a king now, does he, Stu Hart, huh? Is this your wife here, Helen? <laughs> I just wanted to come down and meet the couple that produced more tragedies than Shakespeare. I've never seen anything like it. How many kids do you have? <laughs> 
grandmother have none. Oh, you, so you, you had 12 kids. So Brett's got 11 brothers and sisters, is that right? Look at Mr. Hart here. I guess you used to not take no for an answer. Now you're at the age where you won't take yes for an answer, aren't you? <laughs> you're the self-appointed king of the ring, eh? The what? Self-appointed king of the ring. Uh, anybody understand what he's saying? I got a clue. Why don't you put your false teeth in backward and eat yourself to death? <laughs> we apologize, now listen, folks. This I want to ask you a little bit about that Raw. boy of yours. See the one laying flat on his back down there? See him flat on his back? Yeah, he's easy to recognize. He's the one that's getting his brains beat up. No, I take that back. You got to have a brain first. Closed. Why don't I just wrestle and keep my mouth closed? Is that what you said? Not a bad idea. <laughs> well, I, because I want to open my mouth and ask you a few questions, I wanted to ask you about when Brett the Hitman was a little boy. I understand that when he was born, Stu Hart had to try to collect on his accident insurance. Is that true? You know, well, it's got to be I understand that when he was a little, little kid, he was so ugly that for the first six months you diapered the wrong end. Is that true? Uh, huh, look at him. Does he look like a king of the ring now laying down there? Are you? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That a baby Helen. Look at him. Take a look at him. Are you proud of him? Look, he's speechless. He's dumbfounded up here. Oh, uh, no. The what? The American people must be proud of you. Oh, that's right, because I am the king of wrestling. Do you understand that? That's right, Bam Bam. Finish him off. Show his imagine? parents up here what a loser looks like. Can you imagine the strike? Miss Hart certainly knows what a loser looks like. She's sitting Hart? next to one. She's been married one. Hey, I'll bet when you two were young, the Dead Sea was only sick. Is that true? Oh. Huh? How old are you anyway? If it was sick, it was because it was near you. No, you, you don't want to tell me how old you are? With this lack of respect on the part Twelve. of the self-professed <laughs> King Jerry Lawler. Hey, look at Stu over here. He's got those baseball eyes. Two baggers. <laughs> What's the matter? Up a little late last night, Stu? Huh? Still a little frisky? Look at your kid down there. Hey, Brett. This is so distracting. Hey, Brett. Imagine the audacity of Jerry Lawler Take a look at him. in this match. And Does he look like a king to you, really? Ask, answer me that. No respect whatsoever for his elders. Not king, aren't you? Self-appointed king. <laughs> no. I... Come on, Bam Bam. Come on, Bammer. Get. Jerry Lawler. <laughs> you know Interrupting what? our broadcast tonight. What? Again, we apologize. The king of the ring. Why don't I challenge him? Hey. Earth to Stu Hart, Earth oh. to Stu Hart. In case you don't know, I've already challenged him. And if he's got the guts at SummerSlam, I'm gonna give him the whipping you should have gave him a long time ago. We're going back in time, and this is a fun one. Uh, we've talked about this show before in passing because we've covered at great length your, uh, of course, epic prize-winning experience attending Monday Night Raw since you won the WrestleMania the Album prize contest. Yeah. But we never watched the main event of one of the shows that you sat through. Wow. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart just winning uh, the King of the Ring in 1993, taking on a guy you know very well, but you didn't know at all at this point, the Beast mm -mm. from the East, 
Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, I it, it's so weird because like I'm here as a fan, right? And I I told the story before. I I'm not sure if it's this because I went twice mm-hmm. to to Raw. I'm not sure if it's this one or the other one I went to. But you know they had the car pick me up. I was escorted in. I got booed. Because you, you, you know, the, the guys were there since 6 a.m. in the morning waiting yeah. in line. And here I come and I just stroll right in. They boo the hell out of me. I go right in the front row and I sit down, right? Yeah, it's this one. Thank you. Because it's this one. How do you know? Because I was in the front row twice. Because you're not there at the beginning of the match as they were making their entrances. And then all of a sudden you are there front dead center. Is this so? But is I was that- there at the beginning of the show. Oh, they okay. Didn't- all right. Then, uh, then did, you might have gotten to get popcorn then. My bad. Anyway, you'll see, um, you'll see what I mean. Okay. Um, uh, but, uh, what, what was my point? You were saying you didn't know which show it was. It was the two shows. No, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't know which show it was, but I'm there as a fan. And it's funny because like, I remember like Scotty, uh, Bam Bam was on the show. Um, Raven, Scotty, what, you know, he was, um, with the, uh, Johnny Polo. Beckers or yep Johnny Polo uh, yeah Johnny Polo like you see all these people um Bret Hart I ended up uh, flying on an airplane with him when we went to Amarillo to do Terry Funk's uh retirement oh I just did the air quotes <laughs> retirement um <laughs> you know uh, sitting there watching these guys I never thought I'd be in in the business I just thought yeah it's cool I'm here I'm a fan I'm just watching the program so nothing was running through my mind like i didn't have these big dreams like oh that's gonna be me one day oh look at luna i'm gonna take her place one day never thought any of that was possible so you know it's a very historical show this one and it from the early monday night raws because monday night raw at this point is only seven months old so on this show and it said you are on the official listing for the event it has in italics it says I, I, I wish I could bring it up. It's very small text. It says, future ECW star Francine was in attendance for this show. Who wrote that? WWE? This, no, this is on like the database that is kept online by a fan <laughs> that everybody uses for their results. This this one website is called the history of WWE.com. Oh. It's been around for 20 years. It's well, got every – when we talk about like, hey, we're, we're ran, a random house show from 97 – I go to this site and I get the information, but it has you listed at the top. It says Monday night, raw taping future ECW star. Francine was in attendance for the show. Yes. And one of these shows, Mikey Whipwreck was like four rows behind me. That's great. Yeah. But I don't know. Again, I don't know which one it was and I did not meet him there. So historical. When I say that is because this featured Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty. Oh. in a Marty Jannetty title victory, beating Shawn Michaels oh. on Monday Night Raw Live. Really? Yes. So, I don't remember any of the matches. I remember being scared of Doink <laughs> because he had the bucket. And yes. I said, does he have water in that bucket? Usually it was confetti, but he had such, I don't like clowns. And he had such a sadistic look on his face. And every time he would come near me, I'd be like, you better get away from me. <laughs> Go away, sir. Don't bother me. Doink, and this is great too. This could tie in completely with my new generation podcast. So I, I might ask you to lease this episode at some point. But 
Macho Man and Doink are in a feud at this point. Macho Man, Vince, and Bobby Heenan are at ringside for this whole entire show. Oh, okay. So, all right. I'm going to have you hit play, and we'll keep talking while it plays out. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing to point out with the match other than uh, we see you in every hard camera shot. (laughs) So, all right. Here we go. I think the cameraman was digging me or something. I don't know why they kept looking at me. Well, I don't know how many, you know, younger chicks were in the front row of wrestling shows in 1993. I don't know either. (laughs) All right. Three, two, one. All right, so Brett's leaving. Brett's giving the glasses. I didn't get the glasses. Oh, you didn't get the glasses yet? No, the cutie got the glasses. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. And I think about that kid's, you know, like uh, a few years younger than me now at this point. Probably. <laughs> oh, she got her There's left mom and dad. So that's the other thing that I want to ask you about with this show. This was a very famous angle with Bret Hart and Jerry Lawler where Stu and Helen Hart are in the upper tank Jerry Lawler comes out during this match to commentate and joke on them, like makes fun of them the whole time. Okay. So you don't remember that at all? No. I, you know who I remember it was Tiny Tim being where Helen and Stu were sitting. And it, well, maybe it yes. was the other episode I was yes. at. Yes. But yes. I remember them putting Tiny Tim over. Yes, because that's what they're talking about. They talk about Tiny Tim throughout this whole thing. Okay. Well, then maybe he was on this one. I don't know. I go pro, the big sponsor back in the day. Huge spot. Yeah. Huge WWF uh, sponsored uh, supplement that didn't make it. Now, so the first couple shots, you're you're not there, right? But then, see, that you're you're going to be in the front row. Right here, right? They, of course, they turn right here on the hard camera, right? There's two spots that are being blocked that's going to be filled by you and your friend. But you're not huh. there yet. So watch. You popped up out of nowhere because I was looking for it. And I'm like, oh, I know she's at this show. I don't understand it. Am I not there? Watch, just watch. Randomly, you are going to appear. And that's why I'm saying <laughs> I wonder if this is where they escorted you to the ringside. No, I'm there. I'm right there. Are you there? I Let's see, see my girlfriend, Gina. Okay, now you're there. Okay, so you had your head down. Yeah, I had my head down. I'm I'm there. Oh, there was a mess up by Brett. And the girl that I brought, this is okay. So this was the one that I did win the contest because I brought another person the, the other time. Okay, right, another girlfriend. Gina was not a fan. This girl that I brought, we worked at the the life insurance company together. I yeah. I just needed somebody to go with. Um. But she had no clue what was going on. And then the second time I brought a girlfriend who didn't know what was going on either. <laughs> so let's see. I wish they would. Of course, they're on this side of the ring. Go around to the other side. Come on. <laughs> trying to remember what I wore. You've got on like a white. It looks like a blazer almost. Yeah, I think I wore. Uh, I think it was. Was it pinstriped? I don't remember. Well, Do they too bad the, were close up on me? I, I will have to watch if they go around to you. Um, oh, I remember when I had one. I had on a white shirt with a, a black, a, like a black vest and black okay. pants. I, I looked very um, studious. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about being this close to the action? I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, I, you know, when I used to go to uh, like the Spectrum and watch it back in the day, we always got floor seats, but we were never really in the front row. We used to be like five rows back mm-hmm. because they used to put the tickets on sale at intermission and right. you would have to run and get your yes. tickets and then come back. And I never got there in time to get like the front row. Right. So this was the closest, closest I had ever been. Um, Oh, what's this? A commercial? I think the commercial gets cut out. Oh, it's a combo. I loved combos. Mm, That's so old I. combos. <laughs> I was just talking about combos at the last convention I was at. They, uh, yeah. Should I fast this- forward? 
No, no I think it's going to, it might cut off. Um, but even if not, we'll, we'll continue to talk because um, the Spectrum okay. so, or the Garden or the Boston Garden, they go after one of the main event matches, they go, watch when the WWF returns to the Philadelphia Spectrum next month with Hulk and then Hogan run. getting his return match against the Macho Man. You go, oh my God, I got to be there again. We all used to run to the box office and you'd stand in line. You'd have like 20 minutes to get your tickets. And I would never get front row. I'd always end up in like row three, four, or five. But then, you know, you run up to the front when the wrestlers come down. You try to like touch them or get a high five or whatever. Um, and this was the closest I've ever sat. I, I went twice. Do, uh, but do, I never went to indie shows either. This was like the only wrestling I've ever seen in person. You you were strictly a big show girl. You, you were only about going to the main. <laughs> My friends weren't in, into it. So it wasn't like I had people to like, oh, let's go to Jersey All Pro or let's go to whatever ran. Because I didn't even know about indies. Right. All I knew was this and Global. Those were yeah. the only two that I watched. Yeah. I didn't know indie shots. And then w at this show, that's where I met like in the front row. It's like Blackjack Brown. It was a bunch of mm -hmm. photographers. They were all giving me their phone numbers and stuff. And that's when Blackjack said, do you want to start doing indie work? And I go, as what? And he goes, oh, as a manager or a valet or something. I go, what? And he goes, yeah, you'll probably make like 50 bucks. And I was like, huh? And uh, it didn't happen. I didn't do that. But then a, a light bulb went off. And then I saw ECW. And I said, well, I'm going to call that number. If Blackjack thought I could do it, maybe I can do it. No, that's a good point. And like you you said, and we'll see when they come back from this uh, this commercial break, because we did get all the vintage commercials here, uh, including the case closed hotline. Um, a lot of the regulars that you would see at ECW shows were also in the front row at this, like uh, ringside Charlie and the, the Rob Zombie guy well, yeah, with the long this hair. Was New York, so it was right. you know hop skipping a jump away. So now you got Bam Bam Luna Brett. I mean, this is like uh, let's see if we can get you in that shot. There you go. I was taking pictures. I think. Oh, we'd love to find that film, huh? <laughs> I don't know where that is. Did you ever develop it? Probably. Look at Bam Bam. Oh, they cut on his cartwheel. Come on. He's the best. So this is Bam Bam four years before, you know, you guys would take over ECW with the triple threat. He looks exactly the same. I know. <laughs> I know he does. Because he was not that old. He had just been around for a long time. Right. Well, didn't he start? He started in his teens, right? Yeah, he started really young, but he just always looked like a man. And that's why, <laughs> you know, in the mid-90s. He was he, born with a goatee. Yeah, and tattoos on his head, too. He right. Had, but, like, in the mid-90s, you know, he left where he left the WWF in 88. He went to Japan. Nobody really saw him. So when he pops back up in the WWF, everybody's like, oh, Bam Bam Bigelow. He's been around forever. He's probably, like, 27. <laughs> He's so yeah. young. Right. But it's, it's so great. funny too. The, the Manhattan Center inside the hammer, uh, the, the where the Hammerstein Ballroom is, it's not the biggest venue in the no, world. No, it's but, small. No, but this show makes it feel like it's an arena. The way it's put off, it's it's one of those things. Again, I said it before: the intimacy, and it's just <clears throat> because it's so small, it's very loud. Right. You know, but you can connect with the person in the front row. And you could connect with the person in the balcony because right. it's just, there's not a lot of people there and it's great. It's a great venue to perform in. Yeah. And, and the electricity here was awesome. Like everybody was into this, yeah. you know, I think yeah, the a, bigger big venues, you lose that, you lose that sort of intimacy. 
It's not there. Yeah, and for 1993, this is a, a TV match that was technically a pay-per-view rematch. You didn't get that on TV. So in a building like this, it that's a huge deal mm -hmm. at that point. And do you think that that's lost? Would you rather see the shows in arenas and in venues like this rather than those massive arenas where they're tapering off seats? I mean, well, you know, the, the bigger the venue, the more money the company makes, the more money the talent makes. So, you know, I, I'm sure talent would like to see bigger buildings because if you if you get paid by the, the house, you, you get extra or whatever. See, we never did that. Right. <laughs> that wasn't a factor. <laughs> you, you could have one person or a million people. We would get the same amount of money. Right. We never got more than what we were promised. Um but at, at performing wise, I'd rather perform in a building like this than a Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's I mean, what a great you just spot. Feel the energy more. It's just I can't I can't describe it. It's a different feeling. Sometimes, like the building's so big, it's loud, but the noise kind of drowns itself out, and you're just kind of floating. And I I can't explain it. Right. It, whole different uh perception with the bigger and smaller buildings now the colors this is always something i like to point out with the the, the wwf at this point their colors are so bright and so vibrant the multi-colored logo by the entranceway brett in pink the blue around the ring was this did this pop in person the way it looks like it did on an old video footage of it dude i don't remember. you don't remember that <laughs> you don't remember what that color looked like on that that screen thing no. come on that thing is unbelievable that should be ingrained in your brain forever. Not I, I look at me. I'm I'm taking so many pictures at this point. I'm just like, ooh, they're near me. I'm gonna take a picture. How many rolls of film were purchased? For I don't this? even know. <laughs> I, I don't even remember owning that camera. I don't even know what the hell that was. I know I don't have these pictures anymore. I must have uh, threw them out. Uh the other famous thing that happens on this show is in the in a, a pre-show uh segment outside the building, Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels get into like a street fight. And famously, uh, Mr. Perfect throws Shawn Michaels through Howard Finkel's windshield. Oh, nice. Unbeknownst to the Fink. <laughs> Rent a car? No. <laughs> they were in New York. Fink drove his car down from Oh, uh, did he? Oh, yeah, on a shoot? From, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Ooh. Shawn Michaels goes right through the uh, – his. it's actually – like it looked like he was supposed to just land on the hood, but his feet kicked the, the windshield out. Um, who do you call for that? That uh, windshield, please. <laughs> oh, Briscoe Brothers. <laughs> oh no, I, I, there's a. Oh, uh, uh, what's yeah, the like name a of it? Crack um, will come in. They'll fix your windshield. Oh, safe flight repair. Yes, safe flight <laughs> replace. <laughs> uh, we can move forward a little bit here past the commercial. I'll get you the timestamp. It is. Oh. Doo -doo -doo. Hold on, just going to commercial again. Fifteen forty nine. Go to. Yeah, I was just about to say that. All right. So oh, I go. got it. I got it right on the. Right on the nose here. You're you're like a pro these days. <laughs> I told you there wasn't that many ads. There's just ads in the freaking show. Yeah, that's okay. I'm just so, sitting there like a good little uh, fan clapping. And there's Charlie and Vladimir and all those guys that I met. And I was, I was just watching something that was from 1987 and Charlie and Vladimir are right in the front there? row, right, right in front row. It's actually really cool. Roddy Piper has Vladimir come up on the, um, the apron and say oh. something in the promo. It's all, it's, it's, it, the place goes nuts. Now I just read yesterday, I believe it was, they were doing a doc on Vladimir, yeah. but now they scrapped it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Why even bother doing it if you're not going to put it out? I don't know. 
That's it's a shame. Well, they they did the same thing to uh, to Kevin Thorne. They they filmed a whole segment of him for like Where Are They Now? Came out with filmed him doing his real estate stuff. It's been on the cutting room floor for two years. Wow. <laughs> so now the only thing we you know the match is going to still continue, but I just want to have uh, the the segment where Lawler comes into the match. Because this is distracting, and it's something that I would wonder, would somebody in the front row still be taking pictures of the match <laughs> or reaching up for Lawler? I don't know. I, I think at this point, I hate it, Luna. I'm such a mark. I'm like, I don't like that girl. <laughs> and then I meet her when I work, you know, when she's in ECW. I'm like, she's such a sweet lady. <laughs> you know, as a fan, I wasn't aware of, like, the dirt sheets. I didn't know. You know, I didn't believe it was like everything was true, but I didn't know how much of a work things were either because this whole this was so new to me mm -hmm. at this point. You know, I was just a casual fan who watched on TV and then I, you know, I win this contest and everything starts to it's like dominoes. Everything starts to fall into place for me after this. I, ca I caught the bug, if you will. Yeah, I mean, Luna in ECW, you know, in 95, it's like right around that time, right? When you're you're getting started. Well, I started in 93. I did house shows for that. Right, but like, but yeah, but like, like your TV, TV role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of marks, I'd be a mark for anything, Brett. You're look, you're counting out Bam Bam right there. You're like, yeah. Yep, and, I was. Oh, anything, no. Brett? To me, Brett, I, I don't think I knew that was called a false finish at that point. You were going to learn. You were going to learn. I, I think know, everything right? Brett does is clean. I love every match I've ever seen in Bret Hart's. He's, okay. It's easy to watch every time. I was then a big in a Bret Hart with, fan. I had oh. a t-shirt of his. And, oh, okay. Um, I had the big shirt uh, that was white with the pink hitman with his face with the glasses. Yes, yes. That's I know that shirt. I yes. I think I might have bought it here that night. Actually, I, I believe it. I might have. They had a little concession stand right outside that door. It was small. It was like a couple tables, and they sold the T-shirts right there. They had the best merchandise. I yeah, mean, I always did. Uh, Brett loved working with Bam Bam. Said he was one of the easiest guys that he could have a match 100%. with. He's and you, hundred percent correct. Yeah, you see, whenever Brett needed a, a filler, like match in between feuds on a house show, it was Brett Bam Bam. Gotcha. All right, so I think is this where it is? I know he starts going for I the hope sharpshooter. It's coming soon because yeah. Uh... yeah, we're getting ready to wrap up. Don't worry. <laughs> so he starts going for the sharpshooter, right? Don't look to the fans, just put it on. Don't worry about them. Now you see up in the balcony right behind Brett. Does he go after the parent? He goes uh, doing a move or something? Yeah. <laughs> So you don't remember this? I don't I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hiding under your cage. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> He's not put him over at all. Lawler's the best. <laughs> and Helen's just like, oh, I hope I don't get hit in this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I love so you're the self-appointed king of the ring, eh? 
Where were you? <laughs> look at that shot. I mean, look at how cool that looks. <laughs> Come on. He said the same line again. <laughs> That's great. I mean, it's, oh, just it's so good. And where are you? Where are you? Get him, Helen. Keep your mouth closed. All right. So the, I'm, I think I'm a few seconds ahead of you. Yeah, you're you're standing up. You're looking up at the action up there. Yes, I'm clapping. You, you got that camera in hand. Trying. To I have my camera, my game. long sleeve. I don't know where I was going with that shirt. I was very dramatic. <laughs> she's laughing the mom's laughing oh there's three minutes left oh good lord come on <laughs> they didn't give Stu any good lines I don't know if Stu remembered them at that point. Poor man. Uh -huh. Oh, burn. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> the Dead Sea was only sick. It's the best. Oh, man. That's because it was near you, Helen said. Oh, bless their hearts. Is Helen Hart still alive? No, no, they both passed. She passed away. before yeah. Stu? No, I th or maybe, yeah, she did. She did, yes. 12 children. God bless them. Man, they got to be walking out by number Woo! 12. <laughs> That's Owen walking out at number 12. <laughs> wow. I want to know if Francine was chanting Burger King. At Jerry Lawler. I think they were chanting Dairy Queen. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's not, you can't say that anymore. That's what they were chanting. You can't refer to him as a queen. And oh, my God. Ironic. Take it home, boys, please. How ironic. You become the queen. We That's can end right. it. I mean, we can end it here. He's, it's going to be a count out. Spoiler Okay. DDT I know. Um, the, other, uh, the other episode, the guy kept putting me on camera. <laughs> I'm just like, yay. I yeah, and I I thought that would this was just a better match to I'm talk sure it through. was. I don't I don't remember what the other The other one ones was, were squashes, but... so this one was uh was a little bit more lengthy. And I, I do think one of the matches was like um Scott Hall and one two three kid and one two three kid got the upset and he got the bag of money. I think that was one of the things they did when I was there. Um uh, let me see here. They have Tim one was there. Well, on uh, this show, maybe it was the other one. I'd have to look at the other yeah. one. That, that one, they are no, they it's a different match. Like it I was, said, it was one of the shows I was at. It was he he did the upset because no one 
thought that he was going to win because he was a jobber and he won and he got the bag like ten thousand dollars or something. I don't know. Did you stay for the after the show dark match? Probably, unless the car picked us up. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Not know. not really like popping off the page. It's not like Hulk Hogan, you know, slams Yokozuna. It was uh, Razor Ramon defeats Mr. Hughes. <laughs> oh. Just yeah, to I get don't some know. extra work in at the end of the night. I had All to right. leave when they told me the yeah. car was there. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Miss Front Row. I know. Contest winner. Get out right? of here. <laughs> boo, right. boo. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we'll get out of here for today. This was a fun one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I dropped the link in the comments and uh, listen to it on a future episode of New Generation Declassified. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Just kidding. For the Queen of Extreme, it's the Chad Sturt. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling, What the World is Downloading.